0: Hey, are you feeling overwhelmed, unsupported, or just on the verge of burnout? Unfortunately, this year teachers are feeling all of those emotions. But I have good news for you. I created a space for early childhood teachers feeling all of those emotions and more to come together as a community, lean on one another when times are hard, Learn together and find the support system you've always been searching for. Learning Blocks membership is open in honor of this podcast launch, and it is calling your name. Grab your spot today by clicking the link below, and I hope to see you inside. Hey teachers, my name is Adva Khanan. I am obsessed with everything early childhood education and supporting you through your teaching career. I help you feel supported, encouraged, and continue learning throughout your time inside and outside of the classroom. I am an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators are supported and guided throughout their classroom experience. Classroom management, teacher burnout, and distance learning are all topics we cover here. So get ready to learn. Grow and become the teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's make an impact together. In the last few weeks, I have been very intentional about taking professional development all about social-emotional learning. This is especially important this year with so many students online and without very many in-person interactions. We as teachers not only need to be aware of our students' needs, but we also need to be aware of our own. And a lot of that comes down to connection. So today, I want to share a few things that I have learned throughout my time learning behind the scenes so that you can take this information and do what you decide is best for your students and yourself. So let's begin. The first thing I wanna talk about is discussing, discussing emotions in literature. And this is something that I honestly never even necessarily considered. I talk about emotions in my class and we, we discuss what they feel like, what they might look like, but I've never really read a book about emotions. I read a lot of books for classroom management, as many of you know, um, and I read a lot of books that relate to whatever subject we are learning. But this year, I felt it was so important for me to go into the school year and learn because virtual learning is brand new. I'm in a hybrid model, and I've been in a hybrid model for the entirety of the school year. And social-emotional learning was something that, just kept being brought up and I just didn't feel like I had enough information. So discussing emotions in literature is one of the first things that I learned when I sat down to do the PD. And I, my goal is to not only weave it into our regular daily routine, but also do a unit with my kids about feelings and emotions. And um I I'm super excited to be able to start planning that, um, that unit. So discussing emotions in literature is something that can be very important that you should be weaving into your classroom routine. And if you are able to and are, um, and are wanting to, you can also make, make up a unit all about feelings and emotions. Number two, incorporate emotional check-ins. Now, if you are virtual, this is even more important than if you are doing a hybrid learning. And I'm not saying that it's not important if you're in hybrid learning. I'm saying that because you are virtual and it is that much harder to make those connections with your students and they aren't getting the socialization inside the classroom it is so important for you to ask them how they're feeling, to see how they're feeling at the start of the school day, to see how they're feeling throughout their day at school, virtual specifically, right? These are things that we I, I do automatically, but it's also something for you guys to intentionally do throughout this school year. Number three, give students... A chance to monitor their progress now if you're in early childhood um, you can do this with your pre-k and kindergartners I can't do this with my class my class is way too young Um, but what I do instead is that I ask them questions about whatever we are learning about and let them answer and give them high fives and I tell them great job I give them stickers whatever it is I give them that positive reinforcement but not only that, I also engage them in, in whatever we're learning and I make sure that they have an opportunity to come up and do something with me while we're learning. If you're with the older kids, it is so important for these students to be able to monitor their strengths and their weaknesses. That way, your students don't feel like they're on the, on the side they feel like they're a part of the learning experience and they feel it helps them feel more motivated, more encouraged, more engaged, right? And that's exactly what we're looking for when we start teaching. So if you haven't started officially teaching you're in your student teaching years, this is something for you to really take into consideration whether or not we are still in virtual learning mode. Last but not least is taking the time to work one-on-one with your students. Um, This specifically relates to struggling students, but I think it's important with all students. Um, And this should be based on what the student wants to do, not what you want them to do. This is a great way for you to build relationships with your students. If you are feeling like you haven't connected with one, two, three students in your classroom, take them out. Do one-on-one work with them. See what they want to talk about. See what they want to be doing while you're interacting with them. This helps you to not only connect and build that relationship, but it shifts the focus from you as the teacher to them as the child. It is such an important thing to have, especially now when students are not necessarily giving getting that one-on-one interaction. So if you see a student is struggling, t- pull them, do a one-on-one interaction with them. It's not because they're in trouble. It's not because they're doing the wrong thing or they need the quote extra support but make that connection with them so that they feel like they're part of the community the classroom community they're a part of your teaching and you want to get to know them just as much as they want that connection with you so all of these things are so important when we talk about social emotional learning and it is especially important now that so many of you are going back into the classroom but you're doing a hybrid model so whether or not you all of your students are back in the classroom you will have certain mo- you will have moments where you will be fully virtual because coronavirus isn't gone yet and online learning is not going away anytime soon. So I hope you take these little tidbits that I've learned through my PD and incorporate them into your classroom. Incorporate this idea of connecting, this idea of understanding emotions and feelings, this idea of really focusing on your students, really shifting that focus from you to your students. So I hope that this episode helped you understand a little bit more about social-emotional learning. Keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you, and I will see you next time.